Hello and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 99. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside my Spanish meatball, Joseph. How are you, sir? People's champ. And uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's been a crazy old week. Just hit me. Episode it, 99. We are... We're very close. We're We're very close to 100. And something big happens at 100. So I hope you're all ready. Um, I guess we should say, Joe, that I suppose we should put a time and date on 100 now. Okay. um, And sort of talk it out between us. We're going to do it on Tuesday still. Because it'll be a week from today. Now we are recording today. I'm actually going to start adding dates in when we record. So it is the 26th of the 9th, 2017, uh, as of the date of us recording. I say we record next Tuesday at... Can you do like eight o'clock my time? Like at night? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Eight, maybe nine. We'll decide. I'll put okay. out a post on Facebook. And Let me tell you, if it is as big stuff. as what you say it is. Oh, don't hype it up. Please don't hype it I'm up. I'm just saying. I might be willing to say, you know what? Maybe I'll be late for class. Yeah. Don't hype it up. Um... Anyway, it is episode 99. Um, definitely don't listen to what Joe said. He's talking rubbish. If something big happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Exactly. Um, but it's going to be the biggest it... and best episode you'll ever goddamn see. No matter what. Yeah. No matter what. Um, literally, it's it's EGX week, or it was EGX week. So it's been, it's been, <laughs> it's been a full week of um, games, 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 and more games, yeah. and talking games, and being around games, and seeing games, and even more games. So... Where do we start? Let's just start with saying this episode of My Xbox and Me mm-hmm. is brought to you by Mike Lynch, mm. as always. Um, thank you, Mike, for your continuous support and keeping the lights on and keeping the internet on for this show. Um, let's jump into what's in your box. So this is the way I want to do this, Joe. Is okay. we can do what we're gonna do normal segments. Um, and what's in your box is a normal segment. And from what's in my box, I'll talk about what I played at EGX. And then you can ask any questions you have about the games that I've played. But obviously, let's start off with you because you've been at home playing games. So what has been in your box this week? Most importantly, I have a Porg mug. And Porgs are going to be the Jar Jar Binks of Star Wars. That's a reference only Corey will understand because he'll get excited for. Um, I'm going to love them. Exactly, you're going to love them. Uh... What's been in my box? Destiny. 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 So I got. I was. Um. I went live yesterday. Played a little bit of PUBG on mm. PC, and um, Foxes jumped in. And Foxes was like, "Oh yeah, I've been playing uh, Destiny. I'm now on light level uh, two ninety. And I'm like, "Fuck!" What a scrap. I, li- I I literally took five days away. Mm-hmm. Obviously, being at EGX and that, and I have fallen behind. I'm two eighty on two characters, mm. and now that's probably nothing now, isn't it? Yeah, kinda. What are you? Um, I am two ninety two. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I gotta hop, so I gotta I'm... hop on my other warlock because I, I think it's about time we do a my Xbox and me raid. We have to. I've not. I've done the yeah. beginning part and fouled. We need. I think everyone should be ready now because I'll be the lowest level and yeah. I could do it fine at two eighty. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can. I can. I can grind and dude. I got. I got my um. My, what is it? My multimeter tool, I got it to 292 or 298 damage. So I'm okay. like, oh, I got it so close to 300. I was so pissed I couldn't get it over 300. But um, yeah, no, it's it's easy. It's easy. Once you get like a, an alt character, it's it's easy to boost their uh, their rating for sure. Yeah. 
Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. I, I actually enough. think um, I might do that on Xbox, make another Warlock and um, kind of cheat. Cool. Boost it. Um, What have I done? What have I done? What have I done? What have I done? I have been playing... A, a ton of games, obviously. EGX was this week. I was there. Um, I met with some amazing people. Um, I, I got to see a ton of friends and people meet a lot of ton of new people. Maybe we got some new listeners in from obviously people I've been promoting to while away because, of course, I was promoting because that's the whole reason I go is network. Um, but let's start off with the first game that I played, and it was the first game. So I want to give a shout out to somebody who I hope they know who they are, but I don't want to say their name in case they get in trouble. So shout out to that person. Phil Spencer himself. It was not Phil Spencer himself. But, um, so I didn't have to queue for any of the games that were in the Xbox booth. Because they know who you are. Because they know who we because, are. Because, you know? because we, ha- I have an in with one of the Xbox guys, and he was literally just sneaking me in the back everywhere. Is, is his first name Phil, last name Spencer? No. Um, so shout out to that person. Um, and the first game we played, and uh, it was Assassin's Creed Origins. Mm. Um, an interesting game. A game. So I've not played Assassin's Creed since Assassin's Creed. Like I've not played through start to finish right. an Assassin's Creed game since Assassin's Creed Two. Um, I tried Black Flag, and I don't think Black Flag was necessarily a bad game. I just couldn't I be bothered it. with it. Same thing with Unity. Unity. Me and Haley played co-op and didn't like. So. This Assassin's Creed was the one to win me back. And from a visual standpoint, I was playing on the Xbox One X, mm. which looked amazing. Um, one thing I will say is we were playing on 4K Samsung TV. It's probably the top of the range. Yes. Like, And I was sat literally to a, a foot away from them. Like, literally, I'm on top of these okay. TVs. Well, first, before we so, even talk about Assassin's Creed, because you just said Xbox okay. One X. Oh, okay. Um, could you see the visual difference... Yes. Did it make a remarkable difference? Yes. Okay. Did it feel like maybe you were even playing a a new gen console type of difference or like a half step step? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. I've already seen games in 4K before. Right. So, I know what they look like. I know what I was going into. So that wasn't like a a wow factor, but this was definitely it looked phenomenal. Right. There's there's no two ways about that. It looked phenomenal. The one thing I will say is, especially on the Assassin's Creed game that I played, um, the NPCs didn't look amazing. But this is the E3 build, right. which would have been, which would then would have been finalized two months beforehand. So they don't they don't look like a uh, like Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite characters. I hope. Obviously not. Not as bad as that. Okay. But I don't, they don't think look they look sick. that bad. If I'm honest with you, I don't think they look that bad. Um, yeah. but the 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 gameplay itself is. It felt refreshing okay. for me. It felt different enough. It was still Assassin's Creed, don't get me wrong. It right. has the towers. It has. So they literally dropped me in. I'm level 20. There's a huge skill tree that looks like you're going to be able to spend tons of time like literally grinding that out. Um, literally, my mission was to go down to the harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped this little boy from getting hit by another person um the man was claiming this little boy stole his gold he hadn't uh, the little boy said he hadn't i chose a little dialogue option boom if i no, did i that might be something else i'll get confused with don't quote me on that um i played so i go down to the harbor i go under the water and start swimming and that's where i want to start because 
wow. The water and sea under this game, like the 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 world underneath the water was goddamn impressive, let me tell yeah? you. Yeah. It looked it looked remarkable and it felt <clears throat> really, really, really good. Like the swimming felt nice. Um so there's a there's a ship that's crashed and there's treasure underneath it. So you're down there, so you're looting, and when you as you're looting, you're actually getting new weapons. Hmm. So it's not just your normal you've got your weapons that you buy or you got you have you, you were getting weapons you got i think i got a shield as well if i'm not mistaken obviously i still got my gold or whatever the currency is in this game um but i found the pot the one of the the pots that i was trying to get then i had to swim around a little bit more to find the second one which it didn't show me exactly where that one was so i had to actually go and have a look for it hmm. And it there was a there was a world under there, Joe. It felt really, 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 really good. I also used uh, the eagle, which is pretty much just a drone um, <laughs> uh, from Ghost Recon. Don't yeah, get me wrong, okay. but I used the eagle to scout out the area when I jumped on the ship. So my my question I, right here about the eagle, probably the most mm-hmm. inc- uh, important question about the eagle itself: Does it have a name? Can you name the eagle? I'm not 100% sure if it has a name. Uh, I don't think you can name it. Like I say, I'm already level 20, okay. so I've already yeah, progressed true. past We'll call that. the eagle from now on Larry David. Um, you can call it what you want. Okay. <laughs> but um, So I jumped on the ship, and this is where the first problem started. Uh-oh. So I don't know whether it was the controller. The controller settings of the game fell off, but every single person I spoke to, apart from Hayley, but... Again, wouldn't take Haley's opinion too much on critiquing things. Um, it didn't feel right. The controls felt a little bit clunky. Hmm. Um, everything didn't feel smooth at that point of combat. So you now uh, you now attack with the RB and L. Sorry, I'm so RB RT. Yeah. The, the triggers to attack now, and that felt better than the usual spamming of the a button or the x button but it's still something wasn't right from what i played and again like i want to say very clearly this was an early build um but this is what they were showing me right so visually looked amazing um the world itself felt felt like a real world it felt phenomenal egypt looked amazing in it don't get me wrong but the combat itself, something wasn't right. Okay. And maybe that had maybe that had been the fact that I've been out of Assassin's Creed since, like I say, two. So I don't know I, what I'm expecting. <clears throat> but the whole point of this game was yeah. that they have overdone, overhauled the combat system. Yeah, that, that, and that's it still what I was didn't feel yeah. it still didn't feel perfect, okay. in my opinion. Okay. And um, felt quite clunky. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, because I, I know like um, when I saw when we saw it at E three and you know, like this is a word we all throw around really liberally, but it's it was it looked kind of like a Dark Souls light type of experience where it's all about you dodging parrying yes. blocking that's very much what it yeah is. and uh and learning your your opponent's uh patterns and kind of you know uh learning them overcoming them and defeating them that way so it looked mm-hmm. it looked a little bit like that but the thing about dark souls-esque combat is that works when there's a lot at stake i don't know how much is at stake in combat like if you mess up are you losing a ton of health you know or is there a way to gain it back by playing rather conservatively you know not questions i can answer okay um i don't actually remember getting hit at all yeah. 
So, yeah, that was that. Um, there was water combat. I um, I got chased by a, a killer hippo. Mm. So a killer hippo come chasing me as I got the treasure and I destroyed that. So F you hippo. Um, uh, did the hippo have a name? Again, Joe, no. The hippo didn't have a name. It was just We're going to call him Gary. Okay, okay. You do that. Gary the so hippo. overall... The way I want to look at this is overall, from seeing Assassin's Creed Origins, would I buy it day one? Remember, I'm playing on a base Xbox. I don't have a 4K TV. Mm. All of this, yes, I still want to play the new okay. Assassin's Creed Origins. There's enough there that I think still gonna be amazing. Mm. I still think it's gonna tell quite an interesting story. And even if it doesn't tell an interesting story, it's still a world that I want to explore. Right. I did my 20 minute demo, and I didn't want to come off. Which is a good, good feeling. Okay. That's something that you you want to feel. Um, so what what lacked in the in the combat? I'm guessing you liked uh, in the, the environment. Yes, and I'm not. And again, I, I don't know if the Egyptian times have never really appealed to me. Oh, I love the Egyptian. But it just seemed kind of like a cool well to be in, and I wanted to experience more. So I'm really looking forward to that. Okay. Well, no, that 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 actually sounds that sounds super cool because. Uh, I like my as a history buff. Um, my favorite empires are the British Empire, the Roman Empire, Egyptians, and uh, and yeah, that's about it. Like the Egyptian, I I, I I like I like their architecture a lot. I, I there's something about that history that I dig, and so I like I'm I'm rather interested. I'm still torn because you know there's three. What, it's coming out the 26th or 27th, right? One of the two? 27th. Yeah. And that's the that same day. Right. Let me check. That's the same day, I believe, as Wolfenstein and Mario Odyssey. And though those games yeah. are completely different, they're two games that I'm really looking forward to. You know, hashtag yeah. bring Mario to, a, to the Xbox. I actually played Mario, but um, not time to talk oh, about Oh, who wants to talk about that? Load yeah, of garbage. Come on, guys. Um, yeah, next game that yes. I got to play was a game that I don't stop talking about and a game I was super excited for, which was Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Um, I actually got there and found out it was actually running on a PC. Hmm. Um, so it was a PC build. It was the Xbox build on a PC with a controller playing against PC players. That's weird. So... <laughs> The way I want to start this off by saying is, you, if you don't know and you've just come in because you've seen the title or something like that, um, I love playing on Battlegrounds. It's a game I put over 300 hours in there. Um, I am Nerd. not amazing at the game, but I'm not bad at the game. Um, no, you hold your own. You're, listen, you can yeah. shoot your own horn here. You're good. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, what I want to say is I am still picking this up day one, but not for the right reasons. This does not feel right on a controller at no. all. And I don't know whether that's because I was playing against um, people with a keyboard and mouse or whether that was just because it just doesn't translate over. Navigating the menus were horrible. Putting yes. attachments on guns were horrible. Yeah. Everything felt horrible. I really don't want to shit on this. but And maybe that's because I'm coming from keyboard and mouse and I don't want to sound like that elitist because that's not who I am. I'm a keyboard... I'm a controller guy. Yeah. But they haven't done a good job of transferring this over. Maybe for somebody who has never played on a keyboard and mouse will be like, oh, this feels natural. This feels cool. And it was like... 
certain aspects of the games will like attach or uh, attach something to like attach a mag to your gun, press X mm-hmm. and then take off was like hold X and that doesn't work well because you have to do it so much you're attaching and deattaching and equipping and deequipping and you're holding Y and pressing Y and all of that in a matter of fifteen minutes of what I got to play was too much. There was there was it wasn't easy to pick up and play okay yeah no and, and that could be because because i hear actually like the opposite from from what i've heard some people so maybe it is the build you got to play and maybe it is like you come off of 300 hours of let's be honest with each other the better way to play which is the keyboard and mouse as much as we are both people of the mindset of you know controllers number one um yeah. Yeah, maybe coming off of something you know so well, it's it's different and weird to you. I yeah, I think that's that's what I want to take from it. Yeah. Um, again, I want to buy this day one because I want to play with the community. I want to buy this day one because I want to support the game again, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I want to buy this day one because it's an amazing game. It's it's almost my game of the year. Not quite. Okay. Um, maybe it will be soon. <laughs> I think that I think that's a topic um, for for another episode. Yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely. Um, but I don't know if it was my own my own experience with it was bad, mm-hmm. and the fact that I had to had to play it with a keyboard and mouse. I didn't know how to detach. There was no control scheme in front of me. It was what I had to learn from the menu in front of me. So when I brought things up, I'm learning. I'm trying to put a. I'm trying to put the gun on automatic, which is up on the D pad. But I didn't know that, so I'm running around single shot. Ooh. And obviously, as you know, you can't play that game single shot if you're. So I pick up a shotgun instead. I'm not very good with shotguns. So do you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's not. It wasn't the greatest, but it's still battlegrounds and it's battle it felt nice it looked fine it didn't look amazing but i don't think it's a, it's not a necessarily pretty game anyway yeah i was about so, to say it's not, it's not a um, yeah it's you're not playing that game for graphics no. i don't care who you are you're not playing yeah. that game for graphics again um let's get through to the next one so <laughs> i actually got to play uh, on my last day just as i was about to leave someone said have you played super lucky town yeah tell and me I about thought, super and lucky I thought Tales. to myself no i'm not playing that and there's like oh the queue's really short just go try it i'm like you know what i'm the xbox guy i've got thank god that i tried super lucky yes. town let me tell you this game is adorable it's charming it feels perfect it feels how i wanted ukulele to feel nice literally that's how it feels it feels the way a a, a, a platformer a mascot platformer should feel mm. in 2017 not don't want to take anything away from the team that works on ukulele of course but that didn't feel right and this feels right in every way and shape it is literally an adorable cute fun take on a mascot um, platformer, and it's great for kids, and I, I really can't wait to play it, if I'm being yeah. honest with you. Solid platform. So, if you had Solid. to pick a platformer, um, let's not talk about ukulele. <laughs> if we had to talk about, like, a platformer, it felt like, are we talking, did it did it give you the feels of, uh, of like, a Mario platformer? Not as good as that. Of course. We're, we're talking... is, Mario's the, the epitome of, of a platform. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's kind of hard to put up against that. Um, but in it... terms of, like, level design, like, is it, like, a, a straight path you're following? 
kind of like no no like, no uh, so if we're talking about actually the, the level update was you the literally it was a tutorial level i'm beginning, guessing it was the beginning of the game mm. um so it just teaches you the mechanics of obviously run jump swipe so that's what you do in the game you swipe at things with your towel obviously you do a spin and swipe you can jump and swipe which then led to mm. me getting over something you're smashing boxes you can go underground and you get coins that way as well it it felt it you go up and there's so I had to collect these three um little heads which actually turned into a big rock man mm. in the end. Um it felt interesting, it felt cool and it didn't feel cheesy and rough and low times seemed fine from what I've played. I'm playing a vertical slice though. Um so yeah, it it seemed cool. It seemed real, real cool. It I'm so cool. happy about uh, uh, that you liked it because that's a game I'm looking forward to. That's a game that I, I said on, on this podcast I'd, I'd buy day one. Because, you know, you, you need a break from killing people, stabbing people, burning people, whatever type of... You're killing people nonstop. Like, yeah. I know days before this I'll be playing Wolfenstein, for Christ's sake. Yeah, so like, clear nonsense. I, I need to, yeah, take a... I need to cleanse the palate of of uh, of Nazis I'm killing to, to be a little fox with a little cape. Oh, he's so cute. What's his name? Yes. What's his name? I, Is his name I Lucky? Don't know. I don't know. I skip sense. all... When I go to these things, I literally skip all the story stuff because I don't see the point. I don't want it spoiled okay. for me. That's true. So I, I couldn't tell you any of that information. I just go for gameplay. Go for gameplay. I, th- I think his name... It has to be Lucky. I would assume so. Um, Lucky's next game, next game, because this is going to be a real long episode. Okay. So I hope you guys are ready for it. Um, play FIFA 18 again. More FIFA. You know what this game is? It's football. Done. There's no need, no more need said about that. I played Far Cry 5, uh, Ubisoft's new game. The frame rate on this game was terrible. I heard, I heard um, really bad things about this game. The f- the frame rate was not good that when I played it was dropping like crazy yeah. again. Um, this was actually showed on the PS4, not the Xbox. That's why but, um, I want to. <laughs> PS4 Pro, PS4 Pro, I should say. Um, exactly half the Don't power. get me wrong, the game looked amazing mm-hmm. when it wasn't dropping frames, and the whole you come at events however you want is still there. Um, I played with um, D Dog as my companion partner. Um, so Dig Dog was just out there chomping people. Oh, up. he's, he's your little re- pup. Yeah, he's your, your companion. Could you, could you, okay, um, here's a here's a question for you. Again, mm-hmm. very very important when we're talking about animals. I don't know what his name was, Joe, and I don't. But, his, know his but name. you said D Dog. He's Dean. I'm assuming his name's D Dog. Okay, he's not a rapping dog because that's a rapping dog name if I've heard of it. Yo, whatever. Um, pop. The one thing I will notice about this as the problem with this game was they didn't have headphones. So you couldn't hear what? anything properly. Ooh. Yeah, there was no headphones, so you would literally hear it from your TV. So you could hear everybody else's gameplay all around you. But the one thing I did notice okay. was I did a story mission, and I went off to done my story mission, and they're like, "Oh, come over here." So the guy's talking to me, whoever it is, the gentleman, telling me what I'm about to do next. Mm. And instead, I'm like, "Joe, I'm going to walk off and go loot a body." So he literally goes, "Okay, cool. I'll talk to you in a second. Then stops the dialogue." As I walk off. So I'm going to loot the body. I come back and he goes, oh, ready to listen now? And that was really cool. Mm. In my opinion. I felt that really cool. Because that is something... Usually I just want to hear the NPC as I walk off. Like, yeah, mate, whatever you're saying, I don't really care. But this was kind of like... No, no, no. You're going to listen to what I have to say. I'm a human being. Right. 
and you're disrespecting me by walking off. And then I walk back and he's like, oh, so you ready to listen now? Like, you fucking rude person. <laughs> and I thought that was quite cool. All right, okay. Um... I, more fire cry. It feels... It actually feels fine being in America. Mm. It feels fine. I thought it was going to feel weird being um, not set in like a a, 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 a a island somewhere, but it doesn't. It feels fine. It, it seems interesting. It has characters that I've seen. I want to get to know and like. So, all right, I'm in. Uh, yeah, you know, I I heard a lot of things about that frame rate over over there, and uh, frame rate was bad. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. And uh, just for the audience, because I, I think me and the audience cares, uh, we're going to call the dog uh, Jerry. His name's D-Dog. Shut up. Um, next piece of gaming I played, which was Shadow of War. Okay. Um, another game everyone's interested in. Honestly, all I can say about Shadow of War is it was more Shadow of War. Mm. Um, I will say that the demo I played actually broke on me. <laughs> The game, the Xbox froze up, oh, shit. and they had to relaunch it for me again. Remember these are early yeah. builds, but I do feel that I'm in a position that I have to tell people yeah. that that is that is my job. I have to tell people that stuff. Yeah, so. you're not the only one because uh, uh, Andrea Renee from What's Good Games, when she was talking about her experience, uh, it crashed multiple times on her. No, yeah, only crashed once on okay. me. Um, but again, the game felt. It felt amazing because I forgot how much I missed that battle system, mm -hmm. the whole Batman battle system. It felt good. <clears throat> I am not. I played the first game, enjoyed it enough. The end boss battle was horrendous. This felt good. It seemed like it had like I did this little challenge mode thing. I wasn't sure what exactly it was, mm. but I was flying around on a dragon of some sort. A Drake, and yeah, whatever it was, and. Um, so I had little challenges like set five people on fire, do a stomp on this person. And that was kind of a cool... I thought that's going to be a cool way to break up story parts of the gameplay, that you can just go off and do that. But if you don't want to do that, you don't have to. That's cool. I just pictured Game of Thrones Season 7 when you talk about on a dragon burning people. So that's cool. We're going to call the Dragon Drogon audience. So how did you like, how did you like riding Drogon? Um, did you get to like ride the... Ride the dragon, dragon. I jumped straight off him. Oh yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I jumped straight off. I just like, yeah, I want to carry on fighting people the way I like. Okay, it, so. but that's cool. So it's not like it's not like like it's flying on a set path. You you could. No, no, no. That's fucking. No, bad. no, no. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. No. Oh, that's that's really cool. All right, that excites me. That's that's cool. Doing something. Um, and the last game, and I would uh, be very upset with myself if I didn't mention it, was I sat down and played Rage Injustice again. Oh, um, I'm sure people, I'm sure people that have listened to this know about Rage Injustice, but it's a side-scrolling beat 'em up. Um, takes inspiration from games like uh, Streets of Rage and stuff like that. My name is in the game, so full. Mm. Um, I am friends with the maker of this game, Nick Making from Making Studios. Him and his wife are lovely. Um, and every time I play this game, I love it even more. You know what would be really great, Fix? What? If there was like a secret character in this game, maybe you get to unlock or something. And I'm not telling him he needs to do this or he That's should do happen, this. But if happen. he put just the people's champ it's not in happen. the game. Not going to happen. Oh, that would be great. But MC Fix is in the game, so that's all that matters. And um, <laughs> the uh, the game's coming. That's all I want to say on the matter. Okay. I spoke to Nick. The game is coming. So look for that. When it comes out, I'm going to be talking about it nonstop. Right. 
and I want everyone who wants to and enjoys those type of side-scrolling beat-em-up games to enjoy it and play it. So please support this one when it comes. Joe. All right. Topic of the show this Holy week. Holy shit. Half an hour into the show. Topic of the show. We might have to skip some news, I'll be honest with yes. you. Um, I told everyone on last week's episode that I went on a special little adventure to EGX. What I didn't tell people was where I was going. Mm. Um, And I'm allowed to say, I'm allowed to talk about certain aspects. I'm not allowed to talk about some because I signed an NDA. But I am allowed to say that I went to everybody's favorite studio, Rare. So I got to visit Rare Studio. Um... There was about 35 of us. They drove us from the EGX Convention Center to Rare Studio on a coach. Um, they then gave us catering, fed us, gave us drink, beer, and stuff like that. And um, we got to do a studio tour of Rare. We did a Q&A that I'm not allowed to talk about. And we got to play Sea of Thieves. I also played Sea of Thieves at EGX. So I'll be talking about my experience of when I played the game at EGX, not at Rare. Okay. Okay? Let's make that very clear. But, so, Joe, this was amazing. Yeah? I am, oh my goodness gracious me. I've got tons of photos. I've got a video that I'm going to be putting up um, in a week or so um, somewhere that you guys will want to check out. Um, oh, it was so surreal, dude, to walk into one of Microsoft's first-party studios and see what a game studio looks like. It was just mind-blowing. It mm. really, 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 really was. Um, it, it. I was so excited when I got there. I didn't know what to expect. You know when you go to something, you're like, oh, I'm going to get to do this and that's it? No, this was like the total opposite. Hmm. Like... Everyone there was lovely. You walked in, you shook people's hands, they introduced themselves. Um, you got to walk around and see everything and just see like plaques of awards from Rare, plaques of video games they've made, um, like special pieces of art that fans have sent in, uh, pieces of art that like they had a Japanese box of Goldeneye. Oh, like, shit, that's awesome. Just like it, there was some of the coolest stuff I've ever yeah. seen. Like, no joke. It's seriously, like, I was just like, this is crazy. Yeah. This is absolutely crazy. Um, So, they've got, like, they've got, like, I played the game and I can't talk about that, but they've got these little booths, mm-hmm. like, recording studio booths where they'd shot the whole, the whole rare, um, you know, the CFE demo yeah. we saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got a bunch of fans in, and that was a bunch of fans playing the game. So I know how we all groaned and was like, this is terrible. We didn't like how that was presented. That was fans' real um, thoughts on the game and their reactions to the game. They didn't get told anything. They didn't get told it was called Sea of Thieves. They got told they were playing a game from Rare, and there they go. So that was <laughs> that was cool. And then they, they've got this whole capture studio of like different booths where people are playing the games. And that was like mind-blowing. They've got like screens of every single person so we're all sitting in the booth playing and they're all just watching us and watching our reactions and watching it was just it was crazy dude mm. like imagine like a a recording booth yeah yeah for like instead of that it's a little bit bigger with aircon a tv and a controller and you're sitting in there playing a game while people are watching you play it was just oh it was so cool that's cool so so that's cool. so so cool it, kind of, it, it makes um, you kind of feel or, or, or sound like like a like a like a lab rat because they're like they're like yeah. taking notes. They're like, let's see if our patient Vaughn is liking about CS thieves. 
of it's course, cool, but that's course, rad um, because like, you know, like as a developer, you're sitting there thinking like, oh god, I hope they like it. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're like, yeah, I can imagine. Oh boy, can imagine. Um, I got to see boardrooms and I got to see um, just <laughs> so much stuff is unbelievable. Uh, they've got like their own recording studio, so where they do all the VO, and right. um, where they record a, a music studio where they record all their instruments. They've got. They said they bought a swimming pool so they could do sea noises like that's they just super like, rad. They they had a golf course outside where they play. I think it was kick golf or something. So it wasn't for golfing, like golf, yeah. golf. It was like you kick the ball in the holes. It, it was just crazy, dude. Like seriously, it was just like, what the hell? Where the hell am I? What is this place? It looks like such an amazing place to work. Yeah. Which I'm sure the they did. Show, there was like there was closed doors, of course, yeah. and locked doors, so we couldn't sneak around, of course. But um, from what I saw, that it was amazing. Like, have you ever watched the? Um, CFE's YouTube channel where they do the CFE's like Q and A's and they do the podcasts and stuff like that. Uh, some, very little though. Okay, yeah. so you've seen the set. Yes, that set is absolutely tiny, and they do magical things with a camera to make that place look humongous. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, like that place would fit barely me and you in it, and they fit like five people around the table, <laughs> and it's all handcrafted. There's the weapons there that you could touch and. Oh, it was just so, so good. So amazing. Such an amazing trip. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it, man. I'm very... Well, uh, when when I was told, I, I got very, like, like that weird feeling, like, oh, man, like, it's happening, you know? Like, this is this is step one into the journey of MC Fixer that we're going to see more of, hopefully. I hope so. I hope so. My, uh, my whole thing was... I was just very thankful, obviously, that, that I was able to go yeah. there. Um, very thankful that I've seen a game studio. Very thankful to have that personal interaction with um, with game developers. Mm -hmm. Like, you see indie devs, and you sort of feel like AAA people are untouchable. Right. And you kind of forget that they are hardworking, passionate, extremely excitable people. Yeah. And that's all that I got was bubbly personalities, people that were just so happy that we were there, which you you could think some people are like, oh, I've got to do this stupid tour with people. It didn't, that didn't come across at all. Mm -hmm. It was, they were happy we were there. They were happy we got to see the game, which let's talk about the game for a little yeah. bit now, which is the, what I played actually at EGX. Um, it's more, see, the Sea of Thieves game is you and a crew of pirates go off and find loot and may bump into some ships, may not. Hmm. This is such an experience which is all about you and your crew. And the story is you and your crew. I like that. And so me, we played and I fell off the ship and had to try and swim for it. The ship <laughs> left me and I died and... A cannonball come out of nowhere that a skeleton <laughs> shot at us, and you're, you're getting water off the boat yeah. as quick as you can, and it's not as confusing as I thought it was. Okay. But like the way I the way I always experience it was, oh, this is going to be really hard to get four people together and right. move the sail right, move the sail left, put this up, put that down. It's nowhere near as hard as I thought it was. It is that, and you can sacrifice that, and. 
You can have someone in the crow's nest viewing everything, telling us where to go, or you can sacrifice having the sail down and you'll lose speed. It just does everything so... It's adorable, the game's beautiful. Um, it just it seems really cool, and I cannot wait for it to come out now. And as most of you know, I was sceptical about the game. Right. I, I wasn't sold on the game. I am now. Okay, yeah, that's... Wow. That's, that's awesome to hear. Because, you, you know, I... Again, um, I'm sold on it. I was converted just by the things I was hearing from the developers themselves. Seeing you actually get to play it, that's that's something else, man. That's something else. Mm. I'm really excited for this game. I, I really think there that was... this is this is um, this is something I think Microsoft could take real great pride in. I really do think when it comes out. My only worry is and will be how well this game sells. They've been working on this game for a long, yeah. long, long, long time. And we all know, unfortunately, Microsoft exclusive games don't sell well. Mm -hmm. And this game is going to be super shareable, super likable, super streamable, super YouTubeable, right. super get people together, a crew of one and two for the smaller ships or whatever's going on. It's just going to be enjoyable. But does that translate over to a casual audience? I think... I don't know. I think for Microsoft, when they talk about this game, um, it's not about how many units are shipped day one. Because I think when they talk about this, and we were talking a little bit about it before the podcast, it's... it's This game's going to have a life to it. This, ga this yeah, game's going to have a long, long life to it. So I think as the game evolves... You're going to see just more people literally, <laughs> pun intended, hop on board with Sea of Thieves. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. I hope that I hope that this isn't a, this is a dud. Get rid of it. Yeah, no. This game I don't needs, think so. This game needs some TLC. It's going to need love. It's going to need updates. Yeah. It's going to need, that's from my experience and what I'm hearing. It's going to need special events for people. There's a hidden chest Ooh. in five regions yeah. and we want you to go find them the first five people that do get a special i don't know what it is a trophy um and what i mean trophies i mean actual trophy yeah. not um trophies and achievements um we don't talk about special thing but badges customizable <laughs> characters stuff like that like it's just i'm gonna be super interested yeah super 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 yeah. interested. i'm pumped now you're getting me excited i can't even play this Good. game i can't even go Good. to to rare they won't allow me there they won't allow no. you um i tried they, they tasered me many a times security <laughs> they're like how many this is the 14th time this week come on man <laughs> um joe yes. let's just say this episode of my xbox and me is brought to you by mike lynch and mike lynch says hey everyone mike lynch here and i'd like to tell you about my youtube channel i play games review movies and go over life experiences basically the whole shebang i'm no longer on hiatus so check out my archive of cool videos have fun with my channel which is www.youtube.com slash mike you know i don't believe he's he's not on hiatus so that means you guys well, got to prove it to me. You got to go over there, check out his channel, and go, nope, nope. Mike's right. Mike's right. He, he's not a hiatus. He's making some good quality, quality videos. 
Joe. Quite, we got there in the end, Joe. You got there in the end. Yeah. Also, I didn't show off my CFU's t-shirt. So this is it. This oh. is my CFU's t-shirt that I've got. Some nice gold on, so yeah. Um, let's get into the news, Joe. Yes. Uh, 40 minutes into the episode, we'll skip some of it and keep the important ones. Okay. Um, which, number one piece of news. Abandoned Xbox smartwatch allegedly revealed. Images to surface that seem to reveal a never-produced Xbox-branded smartwatch from Microsoft. Huh. Ha- how do I say this? Sumo Mobile? Yeah, sure. Mobile-y. Reports via Neowin. Neowin, yep. These images may depict the never released Xbox wearable that Microsoft was rumored to be developing back in 2013. The potential device was rumored to be slated to release in 2015, but instead we saw a different looking Microsoft brand hit the shelves in 2014. Just what do you make of this? An Xbox wearable? Thank God they did not do it. You think so? Is that is that where you go? Yeah, because these watch technologies, like I have an Apple Watch. Do you see me ever wear it? No. No. It's because it's fun for the first couple of months, and then you realize there's really no point to them. Um, there's really like as as a user, it's just like oh, you don't have to look at your phone, but I'm always looking at my phone. Like that's that's just my thing. I'm always carrying around my phone. I'm always looking at it. If I have a if I have, like, a, a Twitter alert, it, the, the text is too small, so I just bring out my phone anyway, you know? So to me, I, I don't know. It would have had to do something completely unique, but the one thing I do like it, from Xbox is that they, they've stuck to, for the most part, just being about games. Like, we see yeah. the PlayStation brand every once in a while, once in a blue moon, come out and go... Look at we're PlayStation tablet. This is the PlayStation phone. This is the PlayStation whatever, and they all f- fail, you know. So I like where you know Xbox kind of knows where it is at the moment. At the moment, because Xbox have had those things as well. Well, but uh, but they're not like making an Xbox phone. They're like here's my Xbox True. phone. You know what I mean? It's a Microsoft phone. Yeah, and so I I, I think that that watch kind of came out and was a dud. Um, because they've had they had problems with the Nokia brand, so I'm I'm thinking they were trying to venture off into watches if the uh, phone OS was a success, and because it mm-hmm. wasn't, I think that they went all right. Let's move away from the watch. Let's do something different. So fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Um, next piece of news: okay. official Resident Evil Two ball game is being made. Um, the team behind this is Steam Falls Games is working on a new ball game based on the popular video game Resident Evil 2. The makers of the Dark Souls ball game, which was funded in three minutes, has launched a new Kickstarter campaign for a cooperative survival horror ball game set in the Resident Evil universe. This new game is looking to see similar success as it was fully funded within an hour wow. of the games uh, of the campaign launch and has already. <laughs> breached four of its stretch goals. Resident Evil 2, uh, the ball game allows a one to four uh, player control familiar Resident Evil characters in an attempt to escape Raccoon City and the zombie horde. Players will have to conserve their limited ammunition as they seek to reach the end hmm. goal while surviving random and zombie attacks. At this time of writing, IGM writes, the Resident Evil 2 ball game is at 290,000 
US dollars with 3,063 backers. The Kickstarter campaign has 27 days to go, so we'll have to wait to see Steamforge to see if Steamforge games can top its five million it received for the Dark Souls board game. You know this proves that people like board games that um that Dark Souls is better than uh, Resident Evil. Of course, of course, if that's what you want to say. But I'm just super excited they picked Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have quite easily just went with a Resident Evil board game. They haven't. They've gone with the greatest Resident Evil game of all right. time, which is awesome. My favorite game of all time. And um, I was talking to Haley about it. Haley was like, are you going to buy it? I'm like, right now I'm super broke. <laughs> I've literally got, just coming back from EGX, I literally run out of money at EGX. Oh so I was like, no, um, I'm not going to buy it right now. Um, but I'm happy this has been funded. So I've got 27 days to sco- scoop together £75 and uh, put my money down and get this because oh, I have to own this. Oh, I have to. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I, I like the, the... Are you into board games? We don't talk about board games on yeah. the Xbox podcast usually, but it's Resident Evil 2, so I have to. <sighs> Here and there, here and there. I like the card games more. Like, I like a good okay. Jackbox game. Um, That's not a card game, but sure. No, I love Murder House. That one on Jackbox is pretty great. Um, yeah, I like. I'm into those type of things. I like like Cards oh. Against Humanity and all that jazz. This game just sounds like it's going to be super complicated. You know what I mean? Super nerdy, and I'm totally and yeah. me, my uncle Fishy, oh Haley, and Erin. We will play this shit out of this and shoot a let's play. <gasps> I have to get it. it's a work thing now. Yes, oh, yes. God. Next piece of news: video game voice actor strike set to end. The Screen Actors Guide. America, sorry, American Foundation of Television and Radio against artists, Sega for short, has announced the video game voice actor strike will come to an end. After running for nearly a year, the strike against 11 video game companies has reached a tentative agreement, which will provide uh, performers with a new bonus, uh, sorry, a new bonus structure in the form of additional payment. The bonuses are based on sessions work starting with a $75 for the first session and accumulate mm. into 2100 after 10 sessions. The bonus must be paid on or before the game is released. This appears to be a different arrangement the, to the revenue-based payments some developers have agreed back in May. Uh, SAG Chief Contact Officer Ray Rodriguez says the new terms are bene- uh, beneficial to voice actors due to increased transparency in contracts. He expires, um, explains the companies will now need to disclose more information about projects such as code names, oh, genres, if any sexual or violent content is featured. Mm. So this to me, I didn't follow this hard, but I followed it enough. This to me seems like a step in the right direction. Right. Doesn't seem like they got everything they wanted, no. um, which is obvious. But let's hope that um, it's still what they wanted enough. It must be because they're coming out of strike. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 you know, this is good for them because like when they say like the the code names, the genres, uh, if you know sexual, whatever, um, their violence, what whatnot, code names. That's that's great because you could be like this is uh, this game is like, for example, Grand Theft Auto Four um, with um, the guy that was voicing um, Nico. Nico, he didn't even know what the game was. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Crazy. Yeah. Right? So I think he got paid like next to nothing for that did. as well. So with that, it, this this helps, you know, those type of voice actors, those type of people who are trying to break it into the industry and kind of have a feeling of what they're actually doing, which I know sounds weird, but there has to be something in the background that I'm not seeing. But yeah, no, this is this is pretty rad. I'm I'm all for it. What I'm super for is also for this to be the stepping stone for independent developers, like the developers who are working on these games, who maybe also make some type of revenue off the game after it's completed. So we will have to see. So keep it locked. Koi Tecmo's Attack on Titan Two has a release date. Uh, Koi Tecmo's Attack on Titan will have a Western release on Nintendo Switch, PS4, PC, Steam, and Xbox. The company announced at Tokyo Game Show 2017. The titles, um, sorry, the title service as a sequel to t- 2016's Attack on Titan game, known as Attack on Titan: Wings of the Freedom in Europe, and is not to be confused with the Spike Kunsoft's 3DS game. Attack on Titan 2, future, whatever. We don't care about it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know any of what you just said. Cool. Don't worry. Uh, Attack on Titan 2 is a popular uh, an anime that yeah. people watch, and maybe they'll be excited for the game. It look, it, it, that's the only anime that looks pretty rad because of like the, like the jetpack things and the sword. I, I saw that. Fair like a jump. And it's like enough. a super jump. Next piece yes. of news. Forza 7, Fate of the Furious DLC revealed. The DLC features 10 vehicles inspired by the most recent Fast and Furious film, which will be free to those who purchase the Forza 7 Ultimate or Deluxe Editions, according to Xbox Wire. The pack will also be available as a standalone download for 10 US dollars. Get a closer look at each of the new cars in this slideshow below. You cannot see a slideshow below, but you should go to Xbox Wire and check that out. I've got nothing to add on that, unfortunately. Uh, other than it's the greatest movie franchise of all time, yes. 100%. Sure, okay. Have you, have you uh, seen Square Fast Enix. and Furious? I've seen all of them, but... They're amazing. I wouldn't say it's the greatest. They're what? amazing. They are amazing, they're, but I wouldn't uh, say they're... they're what, you, you just literally said that it's better than everything. Yeah, better than anything. The Godfather, better than The Godfather. Citizen Kane, I, who cares about that movie? It's all about family, and that's what Fast and the Furious gets. Okay. Okay. Square Enix to further invest in games as service games. And I'm sure you're all listening going, duh, because why wouldn't they? Expect to see more multiplayer-minded games from Square Enix as the company plans to further embrace the concept of games as a service. In a message to its shareholders as part of Square Enix 2017 annual report, via Twitter user Nibel. President, President and Representative Director Yoshiki Matasuda. Ma- Yoshiki Matasuda. Matasuda. Apologize. Thank you for helping me. Discuss the increasing importance of multiplayer games and experiences designed with long term engagement in mind. And I quote. Gone are the days in which single-player games were primary status and multiplayer games were secondary. Lately, multiplayer games have taken the lead and it's it is a standard for games to be designed for long-term play. Mm. Explained mm. Matasuda. Matsuda. Yeah. yeah. Um, no shit, Sherlock. Obviously, this is... <laughs> this is, this is this is gonna be what happens. Right. Every single gaming fucking company in the world will be. It's doing just this. like with Call um, of Duty. When Call of Duty came out, everybody wants to have their Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's 
again, I say no shit, Sherlock, but obviously, right. smart people are behind this, and this is where games are yeah. right now. So, it's a trend. We'll whip past. Who knows? We'll That's see. True. Red Dead Redemption 2, I'm sure you're all just peeing in your pants. Announcement coming next week. Rockstar has announced it will release. How can Rockstar... This is what I love about Rockstar. Uh-huh. They're so fucking ballsy. Rockstar have announced that they will make an announcement. Yeah. <laughs> next week, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 coming will be next Thursday, September 28th at 8pm PT, 11am GT, 4pm UK or 1am AST on September 29th for the AST people. The developer made the typically critical cryptic, sorry, announcement on Twitter using the Red Dead colour scheme and font. And I'm pretty sure I was at EGX and put no shit. Or so I bring, what did I actually put? I, put, I think I put um, I'm washing my hair that day, sorry. Um, but more Red Dead news coming. I would assume a trailer, but we shall talk about yeah. that a little bit more in depth later, Joe. I can't wait. Fast and the Furious game from developers of Project Cars, Sans Inima. After dropping in on a Project Cars 2 stream on the eve of the game's release, Slightly Man Studios CEO Ian Bell has hinted at the, what's next for the specialist driving game developer. And it sounds like something... Uh, considerably different to its simulation-focused project cars. Bell joined Australian YouTuber Spot the Aussie via game Eurogamer for an extremely lengthy chat about Project Cars 2, but also touched on what else the studio is up to. Quote, guessing, guessing, sorry, guess what the, sorry, let me do that all again. Guessing what the latest Need for Speed is doing and have a think about which Hollywood film they're copying hinted Bell during the conversation. And then I can tell you that we have signed a six-year deal with a major Hollywood company to make games that will beat what Need for Speed is currently doing for the next six years. Bell stressed he couldn't discuss exactly what it is. Quote, we're probably two, three weeks away from being able to mention it, he said, but maintained it's going to be absolutely awesome. That quote to me is is funny because I I picture it in a Rick Sanchez voice because like it's so like kind of like all over the place but it has that one message to it that I just if you just put some Mortys in there it would have it would have made totally a lot of sense. So I gotta say about I that. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Happy birthday, Halo Three! Uh, yesterday, September twenty fifth. 2017 marks the 10th anniversary of release of Halo 3 and Master Chief's critical mission to finish the fight. To celebrate a commemorable the occasion, we have got a brand new playlist for Halo 5, mm. a special 343 stream Halo 3 on Xbox One backwards combat, and a trip down memory lane with members of the team and our community. Grab yourself a Mountain Dew, game fuel, and get comfortable. It's time for the fully blazing beam of nostalgia so for those who are interested halo fire uh, sorry halo, yeah halo 5 will have a halo 3 brand new playlist for you all to play to celebrate halo's birthday dude halo 3 marks the 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 best marketing for a video game ever you know the thing we're working on yeah i think we should maybe do something with halo oh oh Oh, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. That's enough of that. That's yeah. enough of that. Um, next piece of news. Xbox One X Killer Instinct delivers the first 4K console fighting game. 
Cast your mind. And this is an awesome article from Eurogamer, by the way. And this is the last piece of news. Cast your mind back to Xbox One's launch in 2013. And a few big games stand out with Killer Instinct, one of them. As Microsoft's flagship flighting game in offering a long overdue revival of Rare's classic franchise, enhanced with the latest 3D console technology, mm. every impact focused on and exposed of the alpha. Blah, 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 blah. And obviously, upgrade. Okay, this went. The part I want to yeah. get to was. But the downside Killer Instinct at launch ran at 720p on the Xbox One. Of course, the game was later patched to run at 900p. But even earlier on, it highlighted a limit to the original Xbox One handling or higher resolutions at the point of reinforced by the other 720p, 20, sorry, 720p games at launch, like Battlefield 4. For those wanting to see Killer Instinct at its best image quality possible, you had to wait for PC. Unlocking re- resu- sorry, resolutions up to 4K, that is until the Xbox One X patch that lands with the new hardware launch on November 7th. And... You get the gist of mm-hmm. it. The game is going to be beastly. And it is the first ever fighting game to run at 4K. Take that, Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, Dude, I'm hearing nothing but horrible things about that game. I'm hearing nothing but good really? things. I'm only hearing it from one person. No, I'm, I'm hearing but... it from... I, I heard it from four people, and they're just like... So, I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you a quick a quick, a quick aside okay. about Marvel vs. Capcom. I ordered Marvel vs. Capcom to come because we were doing the Marvel vs. Capcom tournament sure. that nobody emailed in and actually spoke about. So, if you're not interested, let me know before I buy this game, seriously. If nobody's interested, we don't have to yeah. do it. So, I mean, Proper B.O. challenged um, me, and I know. where is he? Like, that's that's my question. Proper B.O. couldn't even put his too. money where his mouth is. Tell He's too busy it. raising but, kids. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the important thing here was I ordered it on Amazon and Amazon said it wasn't going to come until October 12th. What? So I was like, all right, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll get it when I come back from EGS. Yeah, it's all good. that's weird. So yeah, there's that. Let's get into Fix This okay. Sack. And we've got one email this week. Remember everyone, we email, we now record the podcast on Tuesday. So email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com if you've got any more questions about EGX, if you've got any more questions about the Xbox One X, if you've got any questions about me, Joe, or anything else, if you want to just send in congratulations maybe on X on the episode hundred, mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from you. Your favorite episode, your favorite quote, anything like that. And let's just I can't I wanna hint it. I don't want to tell you. Let's just say if you Email in, you're gonna get something special. So email oh, in, and you will get something. This is the question. Hi everyone. My question is for Red Dead Two, Red Dead Redemption Two announcement on Thursday. Does anybody have any thoughts on the gameplay, i.e., the protagonist or multiplayer, like GTA Five? And will it be shown on Thursday? Hoping for an early Q1 release in 2018 from your friend Xbox Stew. Thank you, Xbox Stew, for the email. Appreciate mm-hmm, it, buddy. Mm-hmm. I think you're just going to get another trailer. I don't think you're going to get a release date. I don't think you're going to get gameplay again. You're going to get in-engine something, but not nothing, nothing amazing just yet, I don't think. Um, so, first, from what everything's been hinted at, so far, like with the silhouettes, it looks like a prequel. Um, you see, with um, everybody standing there, that that's um, that's your old gang, Bill's gang. 
Uh, and in the middle is John Marston. Um, yeah, or that's what it seems like. I hope it's not that. I'll be honest with you guys. I really do hope it's something pushing the envelope a little bit, like exploring what happens afterwards. Because what happens afterwards in Red Dead is super interesting because that's when the West is dying and it's super, it's becoming more and more industrialized. So I would love to see the mix of Western meets this industrial age collide. That'd be interesting. That'd actually be really interesting. And I hope, I hope it's not what, I I hope there's no multi-protagonist thing. Because as much as I like GTA V, um, I I didn't love the story. Like, I loved Trevor. I loved Michael. I liked... um, No crazy. What's his face? Franklin. But I felt like if I could just connect to one character, that would be great. Because for me, the problem with GTA V was I never felt truly connected with either one of these characters because I was always switching on and off. So... For me, I would just like to have my one character I get to play as. But with that said, I do think we're gonna see something. We're gonna we're gonna get a trailer, and it's gonna show us way more and get us super excited. And that's the only trailer we're gonna see until like a month before release. You think so? Yeah. Mm, I think they're gonna do a three. I I I truly think this is this is coming out. Around the time the first Red Dead came out. Oh, okay. You think before. Yeah, okay. so I think it's coming out before E3. I think it's coming out late April, early May. Because that gives everybody else time to release their games in February and March. Because I feel like a lot of, like we saw in the beginning of this year, when Red Dead said we're coming out fall, everybody was super reserved about putting games out this holiday season. Because they know the power of Rockstar. They know the power of this game. This game's going to fucking sell big time. Yeah, but not GTA big time. I think so. I, I mean, I nope. mean, not like... like not let, even let, close. Let's, not even close. I, I, I think it's going to be really big. What What are we talking? Um, it's, this is... This is... This is... GTA... One billion in two days, GTA did. One billion. What's that? GTA did one billion in two days. I'll say this: so when Bethesda released Skyrim, right, it was their most popular game they've ever like released or whatnot. Um, and because of that hype, when Fallout Four came out, people are like, "Oh shit, the guys that made Skyrim, let me hop on this game." And so within like a year of that game's launch, though, I thought it was not that great to be honest. Um, Within a year of that game's launch, it already outsold Skyrim. And though I think Skyrim's a better product. So I, I think, you know, this could do really well. Is it going to sell as well as GTA V? No, but I think when we think of Rockstar, we're going to think of GTA Red Dead. That's going to be their two flagship products that they make. So what are you, I, I don't disagree, but what are you saying? How many units are you talking this thing's gonna break. A, I it's. I think it's easy for them to break a billion dollars day one or week one for this game. Day Fuck one, yeah, dude. If if Destiny GTA GTA did a billion, yeah, yeah, yeah. in two days, yeah. in two days, yeah. Because you got you got to think about it. There's more gamers now than there were back when GTA Five came out, and you have a bigger audience now following Rockstar and what they make because of GTA. You're nuts. All right. All right. 
But guys, when I'm right, you write into it. <laughs> 100%. My Xbox me yeah. podcast at gmail.com. But I, of You're course, I'm sure. super like, I'll, I'll let it super be gone. I'm super a fanboy to this. This is, this is, look at how passionate my hands. This is my favorite game of all time. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. I cannot wait. Cannot wait for this trailer. I'm going to see a buffalo oh. and I'm going to just freak out. I love cowboys and Indians and that type of jazz. Let's plug, plug, plug and right, get us fair. a fat Joe. What have you got for us this week? Oh, man. And you can find me at Bad Bit Games. I talk about games. I talked about the uh, PUBG versus Fortnite debacle. I'm going to be talking about the DLC like I promised last week. Um, oh, my God. We're, I actually had to make a script for it. I'm on page seven and nowhere to be done. So that's going to be a long video. And, uh, yeah, we're going to also talk about if Fortnite could, or not Fortnite, sorry, if PUBG could actually be Game of the Year or not. Cool. You can follow me on Twitter at MCFixer. Uh, you can add me on Xbox, X-O-B, space, Fixer. Um, again, you get this show on Patreon. I forgot to say at the top of the show, but patreon.com slash MCFixer. That is literally what keeps the lights mm-hmm. on. That's literally how I live. I'm a full-time content creator, and that is all I did. That was something I learned uh, while at EGX. People didn't know that I do this full-time now. So... I think people are always hesitant to support you when you when they know you've got another income. Yeah. But when you don't, they're more like, oh, you're trying to do this, like, you're actually trying to do this. I'm like, yeah, I, like, stream eight hours a day. I make content one day a week. I've got some other stuff in the pipeline coming. And like, all right, I'll 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 think about it. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I appreciate it. Anyone who's even thinking about supporting, maybe make that dive and do it. I'd appreciate it, but we'll see. Um, until next week, yeah. Joe, I will love you. Leave you, and I will see you all later. Goodbye.